Hey everybody, I'm Beth Davis and welcome to Teachable Tuesday. I can't wait to share with you this beautiful vision and invitation that the Lord's put on my heart about his word and uh, you know why wait? Let's pray and get right into it. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Come Holy Spirit. Oh Lord Jesus, we love you. We praise you. We thank you. We're here for you, Lord. We want to encounter your heart in your word. We want to hear your voice more clearly. We want to do your will. So thank you for the gift of your word, for revealing yourself to us, for God, for sending your beloved son, Jesus, the word made flesh uh, to live among us. So Lord, we're, we're yours. We're here for you. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Friends, did you know that Blessed is She sends out a free daily devotional every single day? It's the heart and soul of this ministry. There's a team of 40 writers from all over the world who pray with scripture. They pray with the daily mass readings, sometimes two months in advance. I don't know what our timeline is now. Mm -hmm. um, they're praying with you in mind, with the Lord's heart for you in mind. They're listening to the Holy Spirit. And today's devotion by Elise Howe, hi friend, is proof of that discernment. Because I have had this message burning in my heart for the past few days. I couldn't wait to be here and share it with you. Open my email inbox and there it was. These words, these inspired words by Elise confirming what the Lord was saying to me in prayer. So Elise shared very um, vulnerably, very bravely about her own struggle hearing from God. She was going through um, a busy time of motherhood with her young kiddos and um, lots of other things happening in the midst of her vocation, just a busy season of life. And at the same time, she, she was having a hard time hearing the voice of God. She wasn't feeling as close. She even described it as a time of desolation. But by God's grace, Elise realized that she had fallen away from her habit of spending time daily in God's word. And there is the connection, right? If you want to hear God's voice, read his word. So it makes sense that there would feel uh, like a, a little silence, a little distance. When we're not in the word, it is harder to hear from God. We want signs. We want lightning bolts. We want someone else to come in and speak into our life. But we're neglecting reading God's word for ourselves. We're neglecting getting into the word and spending time with him every day. So she returned to that habit of encountering God's heart in his word every day. And friends, I have been feeling a similar um, conviction that I'm not, I haven't been working systematically through any books of the Bible. I've kind of just been praying with what comes up 
if maybe it's something in mass, maybe it's uh, an image or a beloved place in the gospel. I've been kind of all over the place and I had personally been feeling like I've got to return to this daily habit of systematically reading through a book of the Bible. It's borne so much fruit in my life. It's borne so much fruit in Blessed Is She. You might remember that um, in seasons past, we've done hashtag BISVBS, the Blessed Is She virtual Bible study. And reading at one time all the way through a book of the Bible helps us to get kind of a lay of the land. We have a better understanding of the context of what the Lord is doing and saying in his word when we read it that way, in that, that systematic, strategic way, when we commit to encountering God's heart and his word every single day. Now you might notice that this morning, as I began our time together, I did not say what I usually say, which is laying out for you the mission statement, the vision, the goal of Blessed Is She, which is to discover God's heart in his word and apply it to our lives. And there's a reason I left it out today, because the Lord convicted me over the weekend that I've got it backwards. Yes, we discover and encounter God's heart in his word, but then we don't apply the word to our lives. No, we're being asked to apply our lives to the word. We should be building our life on the word, forming our life according to the word, not trying to fit the word into the life that we're already leading. It's a small distinction, but it makes a huge difference. It's totally different. In fact, we're saying that the word of God is primary and everything else comes under subjection to it. We're submitting ourselves to the authority of God in his word every time we read it. And when we notice discrepancies between our life and God's word, we make an adjustment. We say goodbye, we cut off, we make a change, we turn around. That's what conversion means. We wanna turn around, to turn away from anything in our lives that doesn't align with God's word. So to do that, we can't really cherry pick, right? We really need to know the word. We need to commit to reading the word. We need to understand it from start to finish, to read it even chronologically. I don't mean Bible timeline chronologically. I mean just a book from beginning to end to understand the whole scope of what God is doing and saying. And there's no better way to begin that practice of discovering God's heart in his word every single day than in reading the gospel. So today I'm excited to lay out for you a new vision for Teachable Tuesday. Something that I believe and, and know that the Lord is calling us to do as a little Teachable Tuesday Bible study community. He's asking us to read through a book of the Bible over time. So we're gonna read the Gospel of John together every single Tuesday for the next mm, April, May, June, July, four months. <laughs> going to read the Gospel of John. Every single week, we're going to talk about one chapter of scripture. I'm going to get into how that's going to look, but guess what? It starts today. Today, I'm going to talk to you about John 1, and then I'm going to lay out this vision, how you two can enter into this Teachable Tuesday Bible study for the next four months. Now, if you miss a week, if you're not reading along, could you watch? Could you pray with us weekly? Sure but I don't want that for you. 
I don't want you to just come and get a little bit. I don't want you to just have scraps. I want you to sit down at the banqueting table of God's word and feed. I want you to be satisfied by his word because his word gives life. He is the word made flesh, it says in John 1. I could just preach this whole time about John 1, but I got to narrow here. I'm just so excited to share with you what God is inviting us into, to read one chapter a week, one chapter a week for the next four months. And you and I together are going to read through the Gospel of John, maybe for the first time, maybe for the millionth time, but we're committing to that today. And I want to start by talking about uh, the Gospel of John chapter 1. Oh my, I always put my Bible all the way over here. John chapter 1. I, I've been reading and praying with it every day since the Lord put this vision on my heart. And uh, there were so many things over the days that were kind of drawing, being drawn out in my own heart. Things that were highlighted in this text. I mean, the Gospel of John chapter 1 has 51 verses. The Lord is saying a lot in one chapter of scripture. But I noticed something beautiful, something interesting, something to pay attention to. My boy, St. John the Baptist, is here in the Gospel of John, chapter 1. And in verse 29, he says, The next day he saw Jesus coming towards him and declared, Here is the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Now, pause here. Do you recognize those words? We we pray with St. John the Baptist in his own words at every Mass when we are looking at the Lamb of God, Jesus Christ, in the flesh, body, blood, soul, and divinity, in the Eucharist. It was John who pointed his disciples to Jesus the Messiah, and it's John, his words in the Holy Mass that point us to the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Beautiful, right? Now, if we keep reading, verse 36, John says again, and as he watched Jesus walk by, he exclaimed, look, here is the Lamb of God. Now, it's kind of interesting. This is only, what, seven verses later, and John is saying the same thing. Here is the Lamb of God. Although this time he said, look, look. Right? He's saying, pay attention, focus in. You heard me say it before, right? I pointed out that Jesus is the Lamb of God, but you missed it. You need to hear it again. It bears repeating. Look, fix your eyes on him. Look upon his face. Look, here is the Lamb of God. And, and I feel like these disciples of John the Baptist who would become disciples of Jesus, they're just like us. They needed to hear it more than once. And you and I, we need to hear it more than once. We need to hear the gospel again and again and again. We need to read the word again and again and again. The Lord will always reveal something new. He will always do something new. You, you might think, I just read the gospel of John last month or last year, but today you're a different person. You've lived a different life. And the Lord, who is inexhaustible, will reveal something totally new to you according to this moment, his gracious will in this moment for your life. You'll read a verse that you've never read in that way before. You missed that detail. You never saw that thing. 
You never thought to bring something up to the Lord that came up as you continued to encounter him in that same chapter, in those same words, every single week. So that's what I want to encourage you to do through this next four months of Teachable Tuesday, our very own Teachable Tuesday Bible study on the Gospel of John. So I'd been praying with this idea and and felt really excited about what the Lord was calling us to. And then I went to Mass on Sunday and the Lord was so generous to confirm it, even there from the pulpit. Uh, The priest celebrating Mass in his homily said, have you ever heard that, that old bit of wisdom that for people who read great literature, that the second time you read the book is really the first time you read the book. Because the first time you read the book, you're just figuring it out. You don't know who from what or where. You're kind of getting that that vague idea. You're getting the lay of the land. But when you read it the second time, you have a greater sense of who the characters are, uh, the place that they're in, you get a greater sense of what the author intended because you're not just keeping up with the events of the story, you're entering into the story. That's what we're being invited to do with the Gospel of John. You've heard it before, maybe because you've read it or you've heard it proclaimed in the Gospel at Mass. You might be familiar, you have the lay of the land, but let's enter more deeply into the Word. Let's allow the author right? The Holy Spirit to interpret the word. Let's allow him to apply, uh, apply our lives to his word, to point out the areas where we don't line up with what he's saying. Let's let the author tell us about the story this time around and, to, and discover God's heart in his word. Now, this is going to take some sacrifice on your part. This is going to take some commitment. And I want to tell you something. I'm committing to it too. I'm not committing to one chapter a week. I'm committing to one chapter a day, every day for a week. So here's what I'm proposing. I would love for you to read the Gospel of John chapter one every single day for the next week. Every single day, one chapter, just John chapter one for the next week. And then come back to this video. Put your takeaway. How's the Lord working in your heart? What would you give Teachable Tuesday about? What's the verse that stuck out to you this week? To stay with John chapter 1. To keep listening. Even though you think, I know this story. I've heard this before. There's nothing new here. Stay with the one thing. Zoom in really close and allow the Lord to put down deep roots in your soul with that one verse. With that one moment. Every single day, he'll show you new things, maybe in that one verse, or or maybe he'll give you the 30,000-foot view of that chapter. But to every day, make space to read that same chapter, John chapter 1, every single day for the next week. You're going to clean out the clutter of maybe other voices, other books, other uh, music, other shows, ways that you might entertain yourself at night or in the morning with scrolling, you're gonna have to give some of those things up to make space for that one chapter a day, every day. Now for me, I just did a a 21 day fast called the Daniel Fast. Mm -hmm. And man, the fruit was incredible. It was so tangible, even in the midst of it, there was a clarity to my discernment to my giving a talk. There was a clarity and a steadiness to my emotions, 
there was tremendous fruit from cleaning out the clutter of, you know, physically all these different kinds of food, sugar, gluten, meat, dairy. I, I cleaned those things away. I fasted from those things in order to make more room for God in my life. The fruit of that was clarity. And I think as you fast from these other things to make room every day for that one chapter of scripture, you too are going to experience clarity. Now, I want to encourage you if you're like, how am I going to do this? Find a habit that you already have. This is one of the most genius ways to uh, start a new habit is to stack it onto an old habit. Maybe you normally read the news while you're waiting for your coffee to brew. What if you read John chapter one then? What if you always pick up a book off your bedside table right before bed? Read John chapter one there. Put your Bible on the nightstand there. Maybe while the kids are, are napping and you have some quiet time, you're thinking, I could get to the laundry or I could scroll on my phone. I could have a moment, right? What if instead you kept your Bible on the coffee table close at hand? Or you took your social media apps off your phone and put a, a Bible app on your phone so that you could read John chapter 1. It only takes a few minutes, but this is that moment of connection that's going to breathe life into the rest of your day, into the rest of your week. So John chapter 1, don't forget to share your comment uh, here below, your takeaway. How's the Lord speaking to you through John chapter 1 every single day this week? You know what's beautiful? The Daily Mass readings for today really support this initiative of the Holy Spirit. This is really from the heart of God. And let me tell you, I've been praying for months about what the Lord wanted to do for Teachable Tuesday. And so I feel like a brand new girl <laughs> that he finally let me in on this secret that he's calling us daily to encounter him in the word. As Jesus says in, in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 4, verse 4, in today's gospel, man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes forth from the mouth of God. Friends, I want you to live. I want you to live. Jesus wants you to live. And you will come alive. You will come back to life. You'll experience that abundant life that Jesus offers us in the Gospels by engaging in him, hearing his voice, discovering his heart every single day in the word. Will you join me? Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come Holy Spirit. You're already here, Lord, but we turn our hearts, our minds to you. We give you everything, all of our reservations and hesitations, our excuses, Lord. We don't know enough. We don't have enough time. Somebody might be watching and think, I don't even have a Bible. God, would you put a Bible in their hands this week? A physical Bible that they can hold your word, even hold it to their chest. Lord, you're alive in the word. You speak life in the word. Would you breathe life into each and every soul here as they read John 1? Give them the grace, Lord, to make that commitment to read the Gospel of John with us. I know, Lord, you're going to be abundantly generous, super abundantly generous with your graces as we read the Gospel of John together. We praise you and we thank you. We love you, Lord. Thank you for loving us first. In your name we pray. Amen, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Ugh! I'm so excited! 
Can't wait to hear from you. Can't wait to read your takeaway and for you to even open up the treasures of God's heart and his word to me. So we'll see you next week for John chapter two, but just John chapter one this week, okay? Every day. God bless you.